Hello, hello everyone. Hope you guys are feeling incredible. My name is Christian and you are tuned in to Talks from Sacred Solidarity. I hope you guys are doing great and I hope everyone enjoyed the Thanksgiving holiday. If you celebrated, if you just rested, if you were with family, if you were just with one person or just by yourself, I hope you were able to enjoy and unwind. I think this has been a rough year for a lot of us. Um, It's been a rough year for most of us financially, but also the things that we've had to see online, you know, energetically, spiritually, we've all gone through so, so, so much, especially this fall. And I know for a lot of people that Thanksgiving break, um, the time that they were able to spend just resting or seeing friends and family really meant a lot. So I hope that it was a great time for you to recharge and start feeling incredible. I have a lot of great topics that I want to get into before we close out the year. I, of course, want to thank you guys, um, everyone who has found talks from Sacred Solidarity this year, everyone whoever shares or listens or rates or loves it I really 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 appreciate you guys and I thank you guys and I'm excited to just you know keep coming with the tea so let's go ahead and get right into today's episode again make sure you guys check us out on Instagram at sacred solidarity to have content every day and an online community at the link in the bio on that Instagram if you need to get into it but today we're going to be talking about the importance of facing your truth So there's a few points that we're going to be getting into, but overall, you know, being able to know yourself, being able to accept yourself, being able to see yourself for who you are outside of what people say to you, outside of what people feel that you should believe, you know, outside of even what society feels you should feel about yourself. You know, it's so important to find the truth, you know, underneath all of that. People always say that there's two sides to every story and then there's the truth. Unfortunately for us, Everybody who you come across has a different version of you. So when you're talking about your identity, there's really just not two sides in the truth. It's like a million sides in the truth. There's all of these different versions of you that all are true to who you are. And you have to find your core. You have to find what really speaks to you amongst all of those different things. So let's go ahead and talk about all things facing your truth. So the first thing I feel we should talk about in this conversation is just how everyone else is going to be treating you and interacting with you for your entire life. If you cannot be yourself and know your truth, you are always going to be the one that is just kind of leading or well not necessarily leading you're going to be the one that's just following whatever everybody else is doing in every conversation in every situation you're going to just go with the masses because you don't really have an opinion or a view of your own and I would like to say that there are two different people in the world because when I was thinking about this I was like well maybe some people are just leaders and some people are just followers but I think that we all are leaders and I think that we all are followers and I think in certain spaces some of us might feel more confident whereas we might want to lead lead automatically in other spaces where we might not be as knowledgeable or as confident in those spaces we might play a back role and there's nothing wrong with that but I do think when you aren't connected with your truth you're more than likely to play that back role all the time because maybe you feel your truth is you know keeping quiet you know not starting any confrontation keeping everything copacetic when in reality certain things bother you you have certain opinions you know someone else spoke up about something and you felt the same way they did but you left them hanging you didn't even co-sign what somebody else said you know so whenever you are connecting with people being around people you know we talk a lot here about how important it is 
is that you represent yourself as someone that's strong, as someone who has their head on straight, as someone that knows themselves and trusts themselves. And when you don't do that, one, you're going to attract a lot of people who want to take advantage of that because someone that is confident in themselves and knows themselves is not really going to have someone in their life that isn't stable in who they are. They're just not going to want to have somebody like that around, you know, it's kind of like if let's say everything was about career because everything isn't about career, but let's just say it was, you know, it's the analogy of being very secure in yourself and not being secure in yourself. Someone that's secure in themselves would be, you know, double and triple degree. They would be in their career. They would have their pension, their retirement, their 401k, their investments. They would have their trust. They would have literally everything all lined up. They would be tipped, you know, like just dripped in the nines, everything finances everything they need abundantly they got it okay this is someone that like knows themselves right you are so 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 secure you're in a space where you just trust yourself no matter what you got it and you know your children gonna have it and their children gonna have it you know that much security versus someone who doesn't have a bank account isn't really ever at a steady job, um, doesn't really have any degrees, doesn't really have any certifications, doesn't really have any talents, or they never really saw what their talents were to follow through. So they're just kind of going from thing to thing to thing. Nothing is ever really going to lead them to the next level. It's just going to keep them where they are. Why would someone that is so established, so secure with their head on straight, want to connect with someone that isn't secure at all in any sense of the word? Those two connections don't really mesh up. And I know in the real world, of course, you can have someone that's a six figure or a seven figure, you know, CEO hanging out with somebody that ain't making no kind of money. And it's not really a big deal, you know, because making money today is bigger than your desire to make money. You know, someone can have all the talent and all the plans and even all the ambition in the world and because of their circumstances you know they might be too poor to ever be able to get in certain cities or get in certain meetings or they might be in a space where they're just never lucky enough with the algorithm you know what I'm saying there are so many superstars so many people who are so 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 talented with so many great ideas and they take those ideas and those talents straight to the grave and people don't ever even realize who they are who they were trying to be what they were trying to contribute to society so everyone isn't going to be able to fulfill all of their purposes in this life and of course we don't ever want to judge anybody um, based off of what they fulfill in this life but when we're using those analogies to represent how comfortable we are spiritually, when you're someone that knows yourself, when you're someone that's securing yourself, you have faith in yourself, you understand how every situation is affecting you, you're in tune with yourself, someone can't make you doubt yourself, someone can't make you second guess your intuition. Someone else around you that's always confused, always doubting themselves, always complaining, always anxious, always afraid you know they can't ever really you know support you anytime you're feeling bad they're making you feel double bad because they're just you know making it worse rather than encouraging you you know these two energies aren't going to be in alignment so you're going to have a way 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 harder time finding strong powerful connections when you're someone that does not know your truth most of the time you're going to connect with people who don't know their truth so you feel like everybody is very you know wishy-washy and you might be wishy-washy in yourself not in the sense of being fake or not in the sense of being two-faced you know because typically we say wishy-washy that's what we mean sometimes people cool with us and then the next day they're not so cool 
but spiritually a lot of people can be wishy-washy you can feel really really confident one day and then something can happen and it can make you totally you know just go off on your journey you can be one person in one space and then one thing can trigger you and it'll make you totally you know fall off just being in a space where anything can come at you and crumple you it can crumple your self-image it can crumble who you thought you were you know you don't ever want to be in a space like that because you don't know who you're going to come across you could come across people in life who want to lift you up or people who quite literally want to tear you down and make it their mission to tear you down so if you don't know your truth you're going to be way more susceptible to those energies and it's going to be more difficult for you to connect with the type of relationships that you really want and of course, it's just important to understand that, you know, you are the one that's setting the tone. And I always say this, but you're the one that's setting the tone. Whenever you sit down and have a conversation with someone, you know, you have to come with your own opinion, with your own idea, with your own energy. You have to come with your own, hey, this is how I feel about this. This is what I think would be best for us. This is what I think we should do. This is how I think we should maneuver. You know, you have to come with those solutions. You have to come ready to connect with whoever's on the other side of that conversation, you know, versus being in a space where you really don't have anything to offer to the conversation. You're really just trying to see whatever they say and base your, you know, opinions off of that. Um, you're worried about you know offending them so you want to see you know if they're in a very sensitive mood before you say what you have to say versus already stepping into the arena with a conversation that is respectful that is clear that is concise you know sometimes we don't even give ourselves a chance to communicate what we need or to speak our truth because we automatically feel like oh my god this person isn't going to be able to handle it they're going to be too sensitive they're going to take it the wrong way and sometimes that's the truth and you know you have to recognize is speaking my truth important for me? Because if it is, I can't be around people that aren't going to allow me to speak my truth. Everybody isn't super pressed to speak their truth. There are a lot of people that are in a lot of different relationships and friendships where there are certain things where they have to hold their tongue. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's a time and place for everything. Some things we definitely just need to keep to ourselves and to our journals or whatever the case may be. But I don't know about y'all, but I'm the type of person, if I have something to say, I really just cannot hold it. I really cannot. I have to say it. So I know for me, I have to be in relationships where I'm able to speak my truth 110%. Now, before I speak my truth to you, I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to ask my other friends for advice. Um, I'm going to question myself and reflect on what I did like whenever I come and have a conversation with someone I basically have written up a spreadsheet with everything that I want to talk about you know I'm really clear about it I'm trying to make sure that I'm thinking from their point of view and you know I'm trying to do what I can to have a well-rounded conversation versus stepping into a space and I'm just allowing someone to attack me and I don't want you know them to feel like I'm trying to attack them back so I submit immediately that's what a lot of us do if somebody always already is bringing us in attack mode we're just like okay let me defuse the situation but that's not fair you know you don't want to have people in your life where they just give you a huge emotional outburst and that stops you from ever expressing yourself or it stops you from ever really letting it be known what you need you know you want people in your life that are emotionally intelligent because chances are if you're having a conversation with someone about any type of disagreement you both might have your feelings hurt you both might be in a space where you're feeling sensitive but you have to be able to convey what you need to say respectfully in a way that makes sense in a way that you can understand in a way that you can stand on versus tiptoeing around a bush or just being nasty and disrespectful you know so there are different things that we need to do like I said 
journaling about it before praying about it before you know asking for advice you can definitely make sure when you step into that space that you know what you need to say but you have to step set the tone because you're going to connect with people who they want you to do what they want you to do and they're not really trying to hear anything that you have to say and you have to be the one to be like okay I'm really not getting anywhere in this conversation versus allowing yourself to sit there because you're like well this is how this person wants to communicate with me so I'm just going to take it you know I think that's a really big thing in facing your truth knowing that you don't have to take anything you don't have to take anything or allow yourself to experience abuse of any kind you know violence of any kind disrespect of any kind you know you don't deserve that and I absolutely think that you should give yourself the opportunity to you know think through these things think about how these conversations make you feel think about how these exchanges make you feel and you know just be sure that before you step into a conversation you know your point of view you have evidence to back up your point of view you feel confident in your point of view now you don't have to tell this person all of your spreadsheet of evidence the evidence is for you so you're not talked out of your position so you're not gaslit so you're not made to just turn around and back out of the conversation before you even get a chance to express yourself it might be a conversation it might be a situation you know where you tell somebody hey I don't want to do this and they're trying to pressure you you have to be able to stand on that business and if you're really uncomfortable with that, then ask yourself why. Why are you uncomfortable with standing on the business? What's the problem there? Do you feel it's going to make people not like you? Do you feel like it's going to make you ostracized? Because in reality, you shouldn't ever, in my opinion, I don't think you should ever have to stand on business, you know, and like drop your nuts for a lack of a better term on, you know, friends or people that are really close to you. I shouldn't ever have to like, get real real serious and let somebody know that i'm not to be played with that i really really want respect like i feel i should be able to say something and that should just be it you know i shouldn't have to go back and forth and try to get somebody to believe me or trust me or no no i'm serious i'm for real i should not have to do all of that if i say it then that's what it is and you know i think that after years and years of being in different friendships understanding different ways of communicating i realize that it can be simple it's not always going to be simple but it's about how you communicate i'm a very simple blunt person whenever i'm communicating so that works for me being simple being blunt being clear bringing it to you in your face just makes it you know work better for me um i also feel like because this is the the work i do you know just in doing sessions and stuff with people you know i can deliver someone some terrible news on a silver platter and you know make it sound nice and it's not about making it sound fake it's just about delivering it in a way that they can understand like i can tell you that your marriage is falling apart but i'm also going to tell you why and what you can do to fix it if anything and you know what your next steps should be I feel like that's the key if you are going to have a difficult conversation with someone you know now don't go telling your friends that their marriage is over honey i'm a psychic this is my job so i'm talking about when i got to deliver a rough message but when you're talking to a friend and they've hurt your feelings or even your partner who's hurt your feelings you want to be able to have solutions you want to be able to try to understand where people are coming from you want to be able to you know empathize with them as well because nine times out of ten if someone really loves you and they have hurt you they could be hurting as well so i think it's important to have that dialogue but remember that you said the tone and whatever you step into a conversation with you are going to be setting the tone for how that person is going to be responding back to you so keep that in mind i really 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 love that i was able to have this topic come to me specifically this little subtopic um only you know your desires and how your desires will change you know that is literally one of the most important reasons to face your truth and to know your truth and honor your truth and speak your truth because 
your truth is changing and you know that you know one thing might be okay with you this year and then a few years it might not be okay with you anymore you know you might be fine with doing one thing and then later on it might become you know tiring for you the people in your life don't know why you're acting funny why you're acting distant why you're not picking up for them anymore they're not really sure you know they just know that something has shifted so only you know your desires only you know what you want and only you understand why those things change like i think it's better in connections with people um of course to give people the benefit of the doubt and give people the chance to change you know you don't know what someone is going to say to you when you say hey you know I'm feeling this way because I thought this was going to be working for me but as I've been changing I've been going to therapy I've been realizing this I've been realizing this I feel like I need more now I feel like I need better now I feel like there's something else that is out there for me that I'm not getting in this space and I don't know how to feel about that because I love you and I want you in my life So how can we bridge the gap? You know, can I support you more in any way? Are you getting what you need from this connection? You know, like there is always a healthy, concise, clear way to have a conversation. And I think talking a lot to yourself, um, expressing yourself, talking often is a great way to just get comfortable in that dialogue because you do want to be able to explain to someone, hey, I know I used to be okay with this, but now I'm not. And this is why, you know, if you're working on your self-confidence, you're not going to be okay with a lot of stuff that you used to be okay with. You know, when you're an insecure person, you're okay with people talking over you. You're okay with doing what everybody else says. You're okay with being, you know, last. You're okay with being disrespected and playing it off. You know, when you start to really respect yourself, see yourself as someone that's confident and powerful, you're not letting that slide at all. So someone might be very surprised by you finally standing up for yourself or finally being like, no, I said I wasn't going to do this. So I'm not going to do this, you know, or like, let's say, for example, if, you know, you've been trying to stop drinking and you're always pressured to drink when you're at functions, the first time you're like, I'm not drinking and you're not pressured into doing it. You might have to have a conversation with a couple of people. Like, I don't want y'all bringing this up again. You know, like this is something I'm serious about. It's something I'm passionate about and I'm not willing to go back and forth with you on that and I hope you can respect that you know I think it's good to give people an opportunity to understand that now you're serious you know a lot of times we decide all of a sudden we want to get serious about everything in our life and then we're mad that everybody else don't take us serious it's like well you've been playing for as long as they met you you know you've been letting somebody disrespect you walk all over you for as long as they've met you and the people that I work with I always tell them it's so 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 hard to get someone to start to respect you and love you properly when you've been accepting bs from them for years it's so so hard because you've given them a space to be comfortable and toxic and nasty and unfortunately for all people we all have a shadow And if you have someone that allows your shadow to thrive, you will do that. If you're low-key a bully and you have someone that lets you bully them, you will do that to them. You will do that to them. If you are a bit verbally abusive because that's what you experienced in your house growing up and you have someone that allows you to do that, you will do that to them every now and then. You know, you'll get that off with them. You might not try with certain people, but you'll do that with them if you can. And people will do the same thing with you. You know, if you allow people to let their shadow rest in you, then they absolutely will. So you have to be mindful and able to express how your desires change, how you change. Because again, when you know your truth, you can recognize, okay, I really just accept my friends. I love my friends. I don't think I can find another friend group like this. So let me just accept whatever they're saying to me. Maybe that was your truth once upon a time. 
maybe that was your truth once upon a time and there's nothing wrong with that because we all have our truths for different reasons different seasons you know we grow differently we change differently some of us feel like that forever it is what it is you know I don't think anyone's truth is right or wrong your truth is your truth it just is what it is it's one of those things but I do think it's important to understand your truth and understand where your truth is coming from and how those things are going to be changing and evolving especially as you work to heal yourself so only you know your desires and only you will know when those things change so again another reason to be able to speak up about those things and let it be known I feel like we've been talking so much about confidence and being assured and just, you know, trusting yourself, knowing yourself inside and out. I think that is definitely, you know, really just important overall for any type of healing work that you're doing. But especially when we're talking about, you know, this topic, but we've been talking about it in general, but definitely with this topic. So the next point that we're going to get into is outside influence. Now, we kind of talked about this first, but this is definitely going to be a big one because, When you aren't able to accept and face your truth, you end up really just being a culmination of all of the people that everybody has ever wanted you to be. You know, you end up being the friend that the people have told you you should be, the partner that they told you you should be, the daughter they said you should be, the son they say you should be, the parent that Instagram and TikTok say you should be, you know, without you really understanding who you are, who the people in your life need, you know, It's so important to understand your unique purpose, your unique gifts. And when you allow other people to tell you who you are, it's almost, well, let me not say impossible. It's very, very difficult to find your way back to your truth because you've allowed everybody else for so long to tell you, hey, these are your strengths. These are your weaknesses. This is what you're good at. This is what I don't want to see. This is annoying. This is disrespectful. This is the best thing about you. This is the worst thing about you. Don't let anybody see this. You know, we are taught that from jump you know what I'm saying whether people want to or not whether people realize they're doing it or not now I don't think everybody in your life does this but a lot of people will let you know sneakily the bad things about you whether you have certain people that always joke about how your car is dirty or always joke about how your hair is or how you need to get new shoes or how you need to change up how you dress or you know little things like that that they might do jokingly but it's a real thing like For example, when I was in college, there was the captain of the dance team and she was a very fit girl. She had danced forever. She was very cute. She used to always come to school in big, big, big sweats, a huge hoodie, just huge clothes that not even like a cute hoodie sweater set you know what I'm saying just like like she rolled out of bed and came to class she would have these crazy wigs on and we would be like girl you really could look like something if you get yourself together why do you look like this so before we would go out we would be like girl you the captain of the dance team you know what I'm saying you have to represent all of us when we go into these events and we around campus why don't you do this or why don't you do this or why don't you do that like I remember for her birthday we dressed her for her birthday anytime we would go out we would dress her and stuff like that So, you know, the people in your life, they know where you can do better. You know what I'm saying? Like also, you know, a different example, let's say you have a friend that's been trying to get on their fitness journey. You're a fitness person and they aren't, and they keep going to the gym and stopping and eating healthy and stopping. You might be like, you know what? Let's do a challenge together for the next 30 days. You know, you're low key telling them through that effort, girl, you not in the gym for real. You not eating right for real. Let me help you out because you can't do it on your own. You know, it's not always about condemning others. It's not always about putting people down but you know how the people in your life need to elevate especially if you are aware of their goals so people are going to be influencing you to become who they feel you need to be 
because of the things that you say and because of who they feel you should be. Someone could be looking at you like, wow, this person is beautiful. They should dress themselves up more. You might not want to dress up more. You might not want to do that. You know, you might not want to go to the gym. You might like working out, you know, for a couple of a couple of weeks every six months and, you know, going back next year. You might like doing that. That might be something that's fun for you, you know, or someone that is always starting a new business and they can't ever commit to a business. They might have somebody that's like, hey, you know, you've ever thought about filing an LLC or getting some paperwork or, you know, getting some concrete down. That person might not ever want to do that because maybe they like the flexibility of trying new things and stepping into new spaces. So I said all that to say everyone is looking at you from a different lens and the majority of people have an idea in their head of what you could do better. If you ask someone in your life, depending on who it was, how do you feel I could be a better version of me? What do you feel I need to be doing more of? Someone might say, oh, you need to rest more or you're too hard on yourself or you need to, you know, maybe save and budget more so you can treat yourself more. You know, maybe you should express what you want more or get out more or travel more like you always have wanted. You know, it might be different things that people will recommend, but everyone can look at you and recognize where you can improve. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to be able to know for yourself because everyone is consistently going to be trying to change you. Okay, that was the purpose of me saying all that. Everybody in your life is going to be trying to change you in some way, shape, or form. I do it to everybody I come across, okay, and I'm not perfect. Maybe, I think it's because I'm a Leo and I'm such a perfectionist, and also because I'm psychic. I can look at anybody and anything and just see everything that's wrong with it and everything that needs to be done to fix it. So for me in friendships, I used to be, you know, giving advice, helping you out, da-da-da-da-da. I'll give advice now if a friend asks me for advice, and I'll give them advice. But other than that, I really just kind of let people live their lives um, without feeling upset if they keep making bad choices. You know, if something isn't affecting me spiritually or energetically, I truly mind my business, you know, and I have a realistic expectation for the people in my life now where I understand that I am of a certain level of maturity that everybody is not. I do things in a way that everybody doesn't. I had older parents, you know what I'm saying? Like the way that you grow up, the way that you're raised, the way that you are, you know, moving through life is going to determine who you are. So I am going to be someone super different than everybody else that I come across in my life. I can't expect them to handle situations like I would. And I can't expect them to think that I'm going to handle situations like they would. You know what I'm saying? I am my own person. I'm my only married friend. I don't have any other friends that are that are married. Um, you know, some of my friends have children or want children. I believe all of my friends want children, actually. I don't want any children. You know, I have, you know, cats. I have a couple of other friends that have cats. Some of my friends don't have any pets. You know, I have friends that like things that, you know, just we have different people in our lives and we are different people ourselves and we're always changing. And when you don't know who you are, you're more than likely to just take these suggestions that everybody else gives you. Like, oh, I think you should be doing this. Oh, I think you should be doing this. Why don't you try this? You know, you're going to attract those kind of people all the time and like I said that isn't a bad thing but you have to be able to know what to listen to and what to throw out of course there is certain advice that is going to be good there's certain advice that's going to be aligned to what you're already looking for but sometimes it isn't and you have to be able to know okay this person is trying to help me or this person just wants me to be you know who I need to be for them because everyone that tries to give you constructive criticism or suggestions or advice is not trying to do it for your benefit and you have to know your truth to recognize that because when you know your truth you can recognize easily okay this advice is going to benefit my goals and my truth because x y and z versus not really 
having anything to um, compare that to, not having anything to compare the opinions of others to. If everyone is just telling you who you need to be and what you need to do, you know, when do you ever get to sit and think, did I think about this before they told me this? Or am I just doing this because this is where they led me? And I don't think that there's anything wrong with being inspired by the people around you, being helped out by the people around you, having the people around you pour into you, give you advice, give you the things that you need, tell you the direction that you need to go into and all of that. I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, even when I started cosmetology school, I never really considered going to cosmetology school, but I had always did hair. I had always did makeup when I was in college on the um, dance team for the basketball team. I would do everybody's makeup before we went out. I was always the friend that did the girls hair and makeup whenever it was one of my homegirls birthday I got them ready for the club you know what I'm saying I love making people feel beautiful my clients would tell me all their business and cry and everything it was always therapy so I feel like I've always been doing this work and I feel like I needed to step into cosmetology so I could, you know, be my own boss, move myself to Dallas. There was a lot of great things that came from that. I met a lot of people. I learned a lot of things about myself, about the service industry. Um, and, you know, also I was just good at it. You know, I'm good at talking to people, but honey, I do not want to stand on my feet all day. I like to be in the bed. I like to be laying down. I also don't want to have to work every weekend, every holiday, all through the summer. You know what I'm saying? I don't want carpal tunnel. I don't want my back hurting, my feet hurting. You know, it is hard to be a hairstylist. The hours are long, the work is long, and it's just hard work. And I do not want to do hard labor like that, to be honest. So I stepped into it because someone else suggested it for me, but that was not my truth, you know, and I didn't really know what my truth was at that point. I didn't know what I should do in life. I didn't know if I should go back to school. I didn't know if I should learn something or just get a random trade. I had no clue. So stepping into cosmetology school was something where I was like, wow, like I'm able to go to school, meet people, have a job, do all of these things, you know, learn what I need to learn, network, whatever, whatever, you know, everything was able to fall in place. And I was able to find my version of my truth in that, you know, whenever doing hair wasn't working for me, I didn't make myself do it, you know, because someone suggested it to me and I felt locked into it. I stopped doing it. You know, whenever it wasn't working, I stopped doing it and I pivoted into something else. And I think that, you know, we should be able to take someone's advice or criticism or feedback or what have you and allow these things to help us pivot into what we need to step into because no one knows you like you do. You know yourself. Nobody else knows knows you your mama don't your partner don't your daddy don't your twin don't your sister don't your brother don't nobody knows you except for God because God made you but nobody knows you no one knows all of your strengths all of your weaknesses all of your worst moments all of your best moments all of your trauma you know there's so many things that affect us from this lifetime and past lifetimes and all kind of stuff so you're really the only person that knows you you know every dream you've had every thought you've had every person you've ever met no one knows you inside and out top to bottom like you do so you have to be able to set the tone for yourself because you crave to know yourself you know it's kind of like if there's a celebrity that people don't know anything about every time there's a little bit of tea about them people are like oh my god I need to I need to get into this it's the same thing when you don't know yourself anytime someone tells you who you are you're gonna cling to that because you need an identity so you give yourself your identity first you create your own identity you create your own path you create your own this is who I am this is who I'm going to be instead of letting everyone else decide it for you because they will they will they will decide it for you and that is never a space you want to be in you want to always lead with your strengths with the things that you need 
Now, in my situation, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't really know how I wanted to step into it or what I wanted to do. And I was able to follow a path that was adjacent to where I was going to be. So that's what I would say. If you are going to be, you know, taking advice from people, taking criticism, which I think we definitely should, make sure that it's adjacent to what you really want. Make sure that it's aligned to something that you really want. In the least, you have to know if you either want to be married or single. You have to know if you either want to get in the gym or not. You have to know if you either want to go back to school or not, if you want children or not you know there are certain things that you should know and if you don't then start there start there so you know the basics of what you want out of life let's go ahead and get into a few things that we can do to face and accept our truth so i think it's really important like i was just saying to understand what you want out of life in different spaces so even if you wanted to break your life up into maybe wellness spiritual goals financial goals family goals you know just the different things that you want even experiences a list of experiences that you want in your life and really get time to understand who you are what you want out of life, where you feel led, what your interests are, what things that you want to step into that you haven't stepped into yet. You know, what things have you stepped into that you don't want to step into again? And why is that? You know, what do you want for yourself in relationships? What do you want for yourself in the current relationships that you have in friends, family, love? How do you want the relationships in your life to grow? You know, just start by researching who you are and what you want. And when you think about research, of course, you're going to be thinking about what, like you're looking at encyclopedias and you're reading stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your research for yourself is your past experiences. It's your past breakups. It's your heartbreaks. It's the loves of your life. It's the friends of your life. It's the things that you saw in class that stuck with you forever. It's the first time you were embarrassed, the first time you were disappointed, what your parents taught you about love and marriage and relationships, what your family, you know, taught you, what you learned about religion and spirituality and sex and love and, you know, everything, what you learned about the world, how you were taught what you are and who you are, you know, if you were brought up playing any instruments if you were brought up always trying to be put you know in different you know curricular activities if your parents had an identity for you that they wanted you to fit into if your parents are more free spirited and allowed you to kind of chase your own dreams if you always wanted to be like your big sister or your big brother or you know an older cousin or something just thinking about how you felt about your identity have you always felt cool if you didn't feel cool then why when did you feel uncool you know were you ever bullied how did that make you feel did you ever bully others how did you feel when you were bullying others when do you feel your most confident when do you feel your most weak when do you feel your most self-assured when do you feel your most doubtful you know I can literally talk for 35 minutes about things to know about yourself and how to figure out what your truth is. But I think just a a culmination, I guess, if I could define what your truth is or what to keep in mind, I think your truth is what you want, the most authentic version of what you want based on what you have learned. That will be my definition for the the truth, your truth, the most authentic version of what you want based on the things that you have learned in this life. All of your experiences, the good, the bad, the lessons, the stuff you've had to learn three times that you so upset that you had to learn it three times. How can you use these things to help you elevate, to help you grow, to set you up for success and to just propel you into the right environment, the right energy, the right space, a space that is authentic 
to you the most authentic version, not the version of you that you feel would impress people, not the version of you that you feel people would cheer on or people would love this version of you. Who are you outside of what people would love, what people would like, what people would want? Don't even think about that for a second. Who are you? And also there's another question that I pulled from, um, this is an Oracle deck that I have. And one of the questions in one of the Oracle decks, one of the cards rather says, if you knew you would be supported, what would you do? If you knew you would be supported, what would you do? I think that also ties into your truth. If you knew you would be supported, loved and lifted up, what would you do and who would you be? A lot of times how people are going to feel about us keeps us away from our truth. So ask yourself that question as well. Outside of what people want you to be, who would you be? Who would you be? Who would you be if you knew you were going to be supported, if you knew you were going to be uplifted and validated and seen as someone that's beautiful and strong and powerful, you know, versus seen as someone that's weak versus seen as someone that just, you know, doesn't have it together. You know, what would that look like for you? How would you shine in your truth? What would your truth be across the board? Um, So, yeah, you know, I think discovering your truth is going to be a long, long journey. You also want to think about who people have told you you are. And I believe that's something we talked about last time too. You know, who has people told you that you are? You have to think about those things and break them down. You know, are you really insecure or have everybody made you insecure? You know, or do you remember being very confident before people laughed at you and joked about you and made you feel like you weren't cool? You know, Where did that shift happen and how can you undo that for yourself today? You know what I'm saying? So asking yourself those important questions, tapping into the authentic experience of what you've experienced and who that has made you become. And I believe accepting your truth is the simplest thing because you only have one truth. So you have no choice but to accept it. Sorry, that's really how that goes. You have one truth, you have one soul, you have one person, that is you, that is it. So you have to accept what that is. And I think whenever you recognize that your truth isn't even that bad, you know, whatever you've done, whoever you are, you know, we all have a truth that expands back even further than we can remember. But I believe that your truth is yours. And like I said, I don't think anyone's truth is is good or bad. It just is what it is. Now, what your truth makes you do to other people, that's another story. You know, how you portray yourself in the world is another thing. But facing your truth, owning your truth, living in your truth, speaking up for your truth and protecting your truth is very powerful. And, you know, accepting your truth, accepting yourself for who you are, releasing guilt, releasing shame, releasing embarrassment, disappointment, and releasing whatever made you feel that way. You know, shame on us for feeling so much disappointment and shame in who we naturally just are. You know, you are that person that we are sometimes ashamed of or we hate to cry in front of people. It's like your vulnerability is the most beautiful thing about you. Who told you that that was a bad thing? You know, people in readings with me always apologize for crying. I'm like, y'all literally pay to come and sit here and cry. Like, you pay for this. Like, I know y'all cry in therapy and apologize. Or even cry when you're talking to friends and apologize. It's like, the world sometimes is waiting to embrace you and you haven't even embraced certain parts of yourself that the world is waiting to embrace. You know, there's parts of you that the world is waiting to embrace that you haven't embraced. So really challenge yourself to pour into yourself, to love yourself, to give yourself the things that you need. Um, And yeah, to face your truth overall. And I hope that this conversation 
um, you know, encourage you to think about who you are, what your truth looks like, and the different things that you've experienced in this life that have contributed to your truth and everything that is contributing to you being who you are, of course. Um, but yes, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Definitely be on the lookout on Instagram at Sacred Solidarity so you can tap into the feed posts that I'm going to put up and just, you know, give me some feedback about how you felt about this conversation. I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys. And I hope this got you thinking. I appreciate y'all as always. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you for being here as always. And I hope you have a good one. Bye guys. Bless.